The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, they call him the Miracle Man. 81-year-old Bill Maxim was rushed to hospital in March, diagnosed with COVID-19. His lungs were severely compromised, and they found them filled with blood clots. He spent weeks in hospitals, uh, spent weeks in hospital. Uh, doctors only gave him a 20% chance of surviving, but he did, and with the help of the Glen Rose, they got him back on his feet again. Bill Maxim is also a 2020 Glen Rose Courage Award recipient. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jillian. Bill, congratulations <laughs> on the award. Well, thank you. It was quite a surprise, let me tell you. Yeah, what was that phone call like? Oh, <laughs> well, Doug, who's my therapist, he called me one day and he said, guess what? Yes, how I was doing, first of all. And then he <laughs> said, uh, We've nom- you've been nominated for the Courage Award. And uh, I hadn't heard too much about it, but it was really a surprise when when I got the news. Tell us. And quite an honor, I might say. Well, yeah, exactly. And I mean, your story, again, another one of perseverance and and fighting through. And uh, let's go back to to March. You originally thought that you just had a cold. Tell us about that. Well, I'd been to the doctors because I'd been coughing a bit. And uh, so I went to the doctors and he said, well... I'll give you some cough medicine. So I got the cough medicine, and then four days later, my wife was calling an ambulance for me because uh, she and I don't remember any of that because she said I had told her that I couldn't breathe. I don't remember that. So right away she called the ambulance, and uh, I remember getting on the on the gurney and uh, the um, ambulance people saying we're taking you yeah. to, we're taking you to the hospital in Port Saskatchewan. And the next thing I remember in Fort Saskatchewan, they're saying, we're taking you back to a hospital in Edmonton. And then 23 days later, I woke up in in the U of A. 23 days later. So when they woke up, what, what, did, what did they tell you was going on with, with your lungs? What did they tell your wife what was going on? Well, um, and I guess I was on a ventilator for quite a bit of time. I don't really remember much of that, and uh, it was all what I heard after you know I was able to talk and find out what was going on. But um, evidently, you know, there's not much. They knew more about what was going on than I did. <laughs> we, we... <laughs> when, when I was in the hospital, I thought I was in the hospital in Calgary, but they. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, you we we've heard with COVID patients about about blood clots and about blood clotting, and that was a real issue with you, wasn't it? Oh well, at, um, at the uh, Glenrose, uh, a couple of weeks later, Doctor Nasser told me that uh, I had blood clots, I had uh, pneumonia, and I had the COVID. So I guess that's really uh, the. the a couple of days after I got to the Glenrose, uh, uh, Dr. Wow. Janice came in, and the first thing she said walking through the door is, oh, you're the miracle man. So I guess that's where that, that came from. <laughs> How does it feel to be called the miracle man, Bill? Well, I think it is with, uh, you know, what they told me, how close, you know, 20%, and then I came out of that. So let me say I'm very grateful for the work that the doctors and nurses did at the U of A, and then at the Glenrose, of course, they really got me back uh, into a, a healthier position so so bill when, bill when you say 20 percent, yeah the doctors only gave you a 20 percent chance of surviving yes yeah well that's that's what my son told uh, when i was in the u of a uh, i guess my son was talking to the
every day. And uh, they were also talking to my wife, and uh, they told my son that, you know, I only had a 20% chance, so I didn't know any of that. And I got home, actually, out of, out of the Glenrose. So it was quite a surprise, but I'm very thankful for all the all the great work that the doctors did and the nurses too. So when you when you came to in the hospital, I mean, because of COVID, there was visitor restrictions in place. You pretty much had to to get through this, you know, uh, until you got to the Glen Rose. Really, you, you had to go through this alone, didn't you? Oh yes, yes. But um, say the nurses, the nurses and the doctors, they were great. You know, they really looked after me in there. Um, I guess what they were saying is I was the first patient, you know, uh, that they'd ever handled in my situation, my age and the condition I was in. So they were really looking after me at, at, at the UVA. And let me tell you, at the Glenrose, it was really, you know, like um, I couldn't do anything. There was someone there beside me all the time, and they really looked after me and made sure that, uh, you know, I was getting the best of care. So, Bill, when you got to the the Glenrose, from what I understand, I mean, you were you were on oxygen. You had to have an oxygen tank with you all the time. Your lungs were very weak. You could barely walk. Your the strength in your hands was really, really diminished. How frustrated were you at that point? Well, I was more worried than frustrated because you know. Um, I thought, gee, am I really going to get over all of this? Uh, will I be able to, you know, get back to what I used to be able to do and walk the way I could? And uh, so I was more worried about anything, and then especially with my hands. And they told, they thought it was carpal tunnel. I guess when I was in the U of A, I was on my side for so long mm. that my right side sort of, my hand sort of crippled up. I couldn't close my hand, so... They really worked on it at the Glenrose uh, to get that back in shape, and then of course walking to get my strength back. And then in the afternoons we'd have the uh, the arm sessions to get my arms back. And so they had a great program for me in the morning. I would be walking a lot, and uh, he'd be telling me to slow down all the time because I guess I was going too fast. <laughs> but we'd be walking quite a bit. Like some days he'd say, "Well, we've done two miles today." still you know and, and the staff at the Glen Rose they really became family for you as well during that time oh yes yeah they were really great to me they you know, like I said they really looked after me Heather she was they she was my uh, uh, respiratory therapist and she was there every day checking and making checking uh, <laughs> my oxygen level and uh, doing everything possible to make sure that you know my lungs were okay and then uh, as I said Doug was making sure that I uh, did my exercises and did my walking and getting my leg strength back. So two and a half months after was it I think two and a half months after being rushed to hospital you were finally able to go home when they told you that you were going to be able to go home 
What did you think? Oh, I thought that was great. <laughs> but I told him I didn't want to go home with an oxygen tank and with a walker, so I was supposed to get out on June the 3rd, but they kept me an extra week. And that extra week, uh, they helped me get rid of the oxygen tank and the walker, so... You know, whatever program they had worked out for me, it certainly worked. So I did come home without an oxygen tank and without a walker. Good for you. Gosh, that must yeah. have felt fantastic. Oh, it was great. <laughs> tell you. Yeah. And you're busy around the house now? Oh, yeah. yeah. When I got home, actually, I have a big yard, so that kept me busy getting back, you know, getting the grass cut and everything. So it was just the yard work that kept me going, and it was, it was good because I had something to do. I didn't just sit in the house, so it was great. How was it? It must have been incredible to see your wife and your family. Oh, it was, let me tell you. Actually, um, I, my son could come, would come out when I was on the third floor, so they'd walk out onto the grass and I could see them way, you know, from mm -hmm. the third floor and we'd wave at each other. So that was as close as we got till about mm. two weeks before I left. Then they, then they allowed uh, my wife to come, but we had to stay like 10 feet apart. Ah. And, but, but it was nice to see them. Of course. And, and yeah. you have a t-shirt. You have a t-shirt <laughs> that says the Miracle Man on it. Do you wear it often? That was my daughter. She, she had that made up. So she sent me that from Calgary. She sent that up. Do you wear it? Well, I haven't. I'm saving it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, saving, saving it for what exactly? Because well, I don't know. I guess I better start wearing that. I'll have to take a picture of me wearing it and send it down to my daughter. Yeah, it's you'll have to because I think that that would generate one heck of a, a lot of interesting conversations, Bill. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bill, before I let you go, I, I, I mean, again, uh, your your story, um, you know, again, just perseverance and then that strength to go on and again, highlighting the great work that they do at the Glen Rose. But, you know, you want, needed to make sure that you wanted to keep going and moving forward. What do you, what do you say to the to the teams at the Glen Rose if, you know, about how they helped you through everything? I've talked to Doug a few times since then. He's called me back, and uh, I was over there uh, about a month after I got uh, released, and uh, I went and saw them, and they were all happy to see me. Mind you, you know, we had to keep our distance and everything, but they did an excellent job, and, uh, you know, all I can do is offer them congratulations and, and really thank them thank them from the bottom of my heart for the work that they did with me to get me back uh, you know, into the position where I could leave the hospital and, and also carry on because uh, without their help and support, I don't know what I'd be doing. So, What, what do you tell people who, um, you know, when it comes to COVID-19, who maybe poo-poo it, who kind of brush it off, who don't think it's a big deal? Well, I tell them that I spent two and a half months in hospital because of it and if they don't wear their mask and wash their hands and social distance and stay out of big crowds they could be in the same situation i was and it might be more than two and a half months that they're spending in the hospital so they should take all precautions and make sure that they're you know they can be as safe as possible from trying to avoid this this you know the COVID vaccine, you know, because it's it's not, uh, you know, not something I'd want anybody to go through what I had to go through. And Bill Maxim joining us this afternoon, one of the 2020 Glen Rose Courage Award recipients. Bill, thanks for sharing your story with us. Continued good health. Well, thank you, Jay Ben. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. It's been a pleasure too. Thank you very much.
taking And again, it. thanks to all the all the people at the Glenrose that really assisted in my my recovery because I'm really grateful for all the work that they did with me. You betcha. Thank you. Take care now. Okay, Jalen. Thank you very much. Yeah, bye-bye. Bill Maxim this afternoon joining us. Uh, what a story. Um, yeah, the miracle man.